Hello, listener, you're tuned in to another Save Point session. It's your host, Dan. And put these foolish ambitions to rest. Oh, fuck you, Margaret. Mar- <laughs> fuck you, Margaret. Fuck you, Margaret. It's your oh. co host, Antonio. <laughs> How many times did you hear that during your playthrough? Um, I think last one, during that first playthrough, first time, was probably like, oh, I want to put it into like the, the upper 30s. Yeah, that's honestly yeah about about same. I was I was stubborn uh, mm. in the beginning, but we'll get to that in a bit. What are we talking about today, Dan? Well, it's funny you should mention that motherfucker, Margaret. <laughs> Sorry, I just like the alliteration there. Um, we it's finally time. It, we're me and Antonio have both finished Elden Ring, and we just want to spend a good episode or two, maybe, a discussion of what is going to most likely be our game of the year. Yeah, it's oh my god. This 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 game. This just this game. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's it's going to help also cuz um you've probably like read a bunch of news sites this week. You probably heard of the story of the one streamer who managed to get through the entire game without one getting hit and two leveling up. That's I I can't I can't, I can't, I can't fathom like all the Elden Ring speedrunners, the no hitters. Uh, what is it? Recently, uh, what's his name? Let me solo her. Got a fucking sword from Bamco. Yo, man, real recognize real. That's, I mean, you right. Honestly, though, if anybody <laughs> deserves that, that's that's him. Yeah, him and his pothead. It really does <laughs> deserve it. Okay, so I, I think how we're gonna structure this episode is. We're just going to talk about just our experiences, our takes on like the gameplay, our, our maybe our favorite bosses. We're, we're just going to let the conversation go where it goes. Yeah, it's going to be like, there, there's not really, we haven't like planned any structure for it. It's just mainly been, uh, let's just talk about Elden Ring, and if it runs long, I guess we're doing an episode two. Yep. Okay, so, I've been this a little bit before you, correct? Yeah, I think I think you finished like a month before I did or so. Mm-hmm. And I finished it while planning it. Mm-hmm. Which was that that's absolutely insane. I am still shocked that I managed to do it. There's some of those optional bosses where I which I will get to, but they they kept me up at night. And you like you obviously I don't think you planned them, right? I, I did not. I'm at first I wanted to just go through story and then it eventually turned into at the very least i want to do an all remembrances run and that's Mm. what i ended up doing so i kind of want to put a focus on you because this is your first real souls like game right yeah this is actually yeah this is my first ever Soulsborne game um so like as somebody from the outside looking in, I've always seen the Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Soulsborne series as this, I don't want to say like pinnacle of player skill, but this this thing that I would watch people like endlessly grind on bosses and just slowly work on getting better. And then like they, they, you know, change their builds or they, you know, do whatever. And, and it seemed extraordinarily difficult that it was a game that reveled in its difficulty and as somebody who is a much more mainstream kind of gamer i look at that and like it's to me it's pretty it's a roguelike it's it's a roguelike Mm. and i 
I don't tend to do those, like Hades being the one exception at the time. So I have to ask then, like, what made you want to go like, you know what? I'm going to dive into this one. This is the one I am going to go headfirst into and beat it. What, what, what drove that decision? Exoverse. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, so I'm in, I'm, I was in one of my small Discord channels and like Elden Ring had just come out. And uh, this was a game that Exo was extraordinarily uh, excited about. And he played it pretty much day one. And I want to say at... I think it was like a week after that's when that's when uh, level up was here in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I remember entering the the dealer's hall for like the one day of level up that I was there. I think it was Sunday. I think it was the last day. And uh, I see on my phone, this man wrote like a multi-paragraph like dissertation on how Elden Ring was one of the most amazing games ever and how like the design and everything and his own experiences were like, yeah, in like the first 20 hours of the like, 10, 20 hours of the game, I'm still on like the very first area and there's so much to do, like the the sheer amount of things that you can do and places that you can explore like it it kicks breath of the wild's ass and like it's so crazy to think that this is just the first area of i don't even know how many and i i'm list i'm just i i i gave the man the respect i read the entire fucking thing you, you and, read the entire like thesis yeah and i'm and i look at that and i'm like you know what you're, you you deserve this PhD. You you deserve this PhD. Sorry. Yeah, you you deserve this. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. And so I think like that evening or like the the night afterwards, I drive on over to GameStop, and I go on ahead and get Elden Ring, and I and I buy it. And the cashier guy is like, uh, "Oh, so you have you ever play, have you ever played any of these games?" And I'm like, "Nah, uh, I'm not usually that kind of guy, but I know a friend that's really into it, so I kind of want to just give it a shot." And like he looks at me with this like not like not like uh judgmental, but more of a like like an apprehension of like, hey, like a whoa, just just, just letting you know man. this game is like this game is very punishing. So if you're not used to that kind of thing, like I highly recommend like go try out Bloodborne. It's like free on PSN right now. Go go try it. If you like that style of game come back and get Elden Ring. I, I just don't want you to like get frustrated to get a game that like you don't that you know, you might just want to return immediately. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I have no problem giving it a shot. If it doesn't jive with me, it doesn't jive with me. But with the way that uh, my friend was putting it with Exo, the way Exo was putting it with the whole open world and everything, I knew that if any game was going to get me into Soulsborne, it was, it was going to be Elden Ring or it was going to be nothing. And how many minutes in did that become a reality? Uh, so I streamed my first, uh, couple of hours with Elden Ring and my, my first four hours with Elden Ring, four or five, technically mm -hmm. five, an hour of that was in character creation. Yeah, that's uh, usually how it works. It was, it was so, I, I have this tendency, I just love self inserting myself or like trying to find a way to like make myself in the game. And like, it was, it was damn good. That character creator is really really detailed like scarily so um, mm -hmm. but i didn't want to you know i didn't want to burn too much time so i made something close enough to myself to be satisfied and then uh just went in with it i heard that magic was like the 
quote unquote easy mode, but also I'm I'm a magic boy. I'm a caster mm-hmm. at heart, so I had to go with it anyway. Uh, I so mean, I, I know did... you're a black mage main, so yeah, this makes Abs- sense. Absolutely. And so I I picked uh, astrologer, uh, and just went, watched the cutscenes, did the and started the my journey at that chapel, and then. Uh, you go and you fight the grafted scion, and like I got your like, ass whooped. I got like two hits in, and then I died. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Actually, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I did. I was, I was gonna say, I thought, I thought I was gonna be cheeky and jump off the stairs, but I didn't. I didn't do that. At least not on my first run. But uh, so we did that, and then we finally get to the lands between proper, um, and. The first thing I realized was, and and this is this was a big point of contention when the game first started, right? Was the whole, uh, the tutorial area was like it wasn't clearly marked and stuff like that, <laughs> and like, I don't know, man. Like maybe it's maybe I give myself too little credit, but like I I saw the little message on, or no, there wasn't a message on the ground. It was like I saw the guy, and and whatnot. And like even I mean Chad immediately just said jump in the hole and I'm just like you know what fine fuck it I don't have any I don't have anything to lose I don't lose equipment I I know I lose like my souls or whatever if I die so you know what fine I'll jump in the hole and I got the tutorial of the game and I'm like yo okay cool this is actually really this is a really well put together tutorial of how to play the game and combat like you got your sneak attacks you got your strong attacks your blocks your parries and stuff like that. Uh, and then you face off against a boss that's not really a boss, and then you, you're you good. Tutorial over. Okay, cool. And then you get back to where you were. You get, like, a reward for it, and then you're just out into the lands between, and you go up the elevator, and then you open the door, and as soon as I opened the door, and you get that, like, that environmental thing where, like, you're in the dark dungeon, and then you get that bright flash of light, and everything kind of, like, fades in as your eyes adjust. Like the just that the, that's just that first look of that open open world. Yeah, and just seeing like the the green hills and like the Erd tree and just all of that. Like it was, you see even, that sentinel like just prancing back and forth, and you think, oh, I can take that guy. Oh no, I did not take that guy. So <laughs> it, it was actually funny because uh, EXO was actually in my in my chat when I was first mm-hmm. doing the streaming, and he's like. Yo, man, I got it. Like, what do you think? What do you think of this? And I'm like, oh, man, this is so cool. This is so wonderful. And then I immediately just run over and just eat myself off a ledge. <laughs> just on purpose. Like, yeah, it's so good. Let's go. <laughs> uh, God damn it, man. Look, man, I was going to die a lot. I had to get that first one out of the way. That, that's what you wanted your first death in a from for Soulsborne just, game to be? Okay, sure. I, I set the pace of my own deaths, damn it. <laughs> You got to assert sure. dominance in a game like that. Uh, but no, after, after that, like, like chat was actually really, really helpful. I was, I, I've heard so much about, you know, I, so much negative stuff about the whole Soulsborne community. Cause you, it's always like the same. The thing, amount right? of backseat gaming can yeah, uh, you, be you, very, you, very annoying. You hear the, you hear the get goods. You hear the don't use magic. You hear the, you don't play this way. So you're not really beating the game and stuff like that. I got none of that at all uh granted it's probably because it helped because it was my like very first souls born but like they were my chat was very helpful and like hey um you know uh go to this church at night 
you're going to want to do that because there's a really important thing. You'll see when you get it. Be sure to use it, um, the, the summoning bell, uh, which is good because I don't think I would have figured that out on my own, at least immediately. <laughs> and uh, that summoning helped a lot. <laughs> uh, oh, no, in the early game, that is a key thing to just get used to doing immediately. Yeah. Um, they, they showed so, me the way to like the, the merchant and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I did try to take on the tree sentinel. I got him to about halfway. Uh, that's, hey. actually, that's when I realized really quickly that, uh, my monster hunter instincts actually really lent themselves well to Elden Ring. And it's, I am a, not surprised by this. It's, it's such a funny observation too, because the iframes of a role in Elden Ring are actually much more generous than the iframes of a of a basic role in Monster Hunter. So like I've I've always heard all these things about like, oh man, you gotta time things so much in Elden Ring. You gotta be so precise. Meanwhile, I'm just like, yeah, no, in a Monster Hunter game, I would not have dodged this. But mm -hmm. okay, I'll I'll take it. Let's focus on that for a while. That one thing I just absolutely love about Elden Ring is like it took everything from the previous games and made one of the most intuitive and fun to play games they've done yet. This is a fun ass game to actually play and just fight things in. Yeah. Like it was never once did I ever feel that the combat was inherently bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to this couple of bosses, but <laughs> But no, like 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 the basics of it were very well designed and very mm -hmm. well like told to you. There was no like like hidden like oh if you like the game didn't tell you oh if by the way if you hit like R R one and R two there's like a secret attack that you can do with everyone. There's none of that, you know, where the game doesn't tell you. And you just have to find it on your own. Um, it's all very simple. Like they they tell you in the tutorial like. Jumping attack is really, really good for poise. Make sure to do those. I never did a lot of those because I didn't. I, I mean, I mainly cast spells. Well, if but. we're going to be confessing things we never did, I will give a confession here. In my Platinum playthrough, I never once successfully pulled off a parry. Uh, I, I try in the beginning. I, it's so it's funny. I, if you don't want me like jumping really quick, so please, my, please. my my major weapons were obviously my my staff, but um, I learned very quickly that you need to have a melee weapon. You need to have something as a backup because you will run out of FP, especially if you're doing like a long dungeon crawl and you're just you're you're just really going at it. Uh, so I ended up going uh, katana. Funnily enough, because I found uh, I found Moonvale as most people do. Uh, Ironically, that's my current build on my new game plus mode. Yeah, I and I and I will admit, like the uh, the the reason why I got Moonvale and the reason why I got uh, the Gravity Staff was because of a couple of friends in chat that were like, "Hey, um, just to help you out, just to get some really good weapons, because you're at least for the wand, you know, really easy. Go to this area, pick it up, you're good, done and done." Uh, Moonvale, you do have to still work for it. So, because you have to beat that boss. The, I think it's mm -hmm. like the Magma Dragon. Yeah. And like that one, that one was a... I don't think it was a Magma Dragon, but it was some kind of, it was some kind of Salamander-like creature. Yeah, like it was, it, and it was difficult. It took me like a good like four or five tries to, to get that mm -hmm. one. Um, mm -hmm. but I finally, you know, I got the Moonvale, I got that. I ended up getting like a Kite Shield, uh, which kind of flows into the whole... I used a shield for pretty much the entire game. 
I never parried, and I I pretty much did it to mainly block projectiles. Uh, other than that, I realized that I could I didn't really need the shield, which is why my new game plus build doesn't use it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna have to be talking about builds. I I think I've said this like multiple times in the past, but my fourth playthrough was nothing but great sword unga bunga tactics. Did you get the guts it was one? great sword. Of course, and I maxed that out immediately. And then it was just roar, charge, make them smack, like literally stun them to the ground, lather, rinse, repeat. And that's how I beat every boss. <laughs> well, with a couple of exceptions. But so my logic was like, no need to parry if you keep on fucking putting your <laughs> if bosses you keep, if you keep unlocked. On them. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it worked. I mean, it works 90% of the yeah. time. You don't it need works 100% of the time. Yeah, 90% of the time. Best, what is it? Best offense is, or best defense is an overwhelming offense. Yeah. There that, you go. That was literally my build, and that was how I played. And you know what? I absolutely had so much fun bullying bosses. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I had something similar because a lot of mine, uh, a lot of my spells, it was either a glintstone pebble all the time, or if I could like time it right, it felt so good to get so like some good like rock throws. And then eventually get the stun, try and run in with the katana, get one good crit, and then like hightail it back out there and repeat. <laughs> while while summons are taking aggro, but oh, it, it was mm-hmm. it was so good. It felt really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I eventually changed my build, well, slightly. Obviously, it was still katana based and int based, but uh, mm-hmm. I I realized I was I ended up using the uh, Adula's Moonblade. I actually oh, okay. that that ended up becoming like my main attack to FUD that I focused on and that pretty much mm-hmm. carried me to the end of the game. It, it was I nothing don't. but great sword and occasionally like Radon's bow for her for just only just like talk like pick enemies out from a distance. Mm-hmm. I know I spent some uh, time with the uh what is it that that little like small like town area with the guards. I was getting used to combat by like fighting them over and over again. <laughs> and mm. uh, I felt so good that when I took down like the one guy with like the great shield finally like that was that was fun um mm-hmm. and then i eventually made my way as as you know the game kind of directs you to towards the the castle yeah and uh i didn't during the stream i didn't actually get into the castle proper cuz i i misread what somebody was telling me and i i had gotten close uh but then the, like the ballista with the exploding arrows like spooked me off and it turns out i just i had to like fight that instinct and just keep going forward because once you bypass it and go into the castle you're pretty much good <laughs> yeah they did like, they, they, uh, the ai not very smart like oh he's going in a tunnel you go first yep okay <laughs> okay thanks i appreciate you go first jim oh, okay man. tom your turn okay just one at Sorry. a time wait why are they all dying oh no <laughs> truly truly, truly this this the most wonderful of tarnished, mm-hmm. even if it is maidenless. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh man, so yeah, yeah, go on. Morgoth, though, just Morgoth, though. <laughs> I so you said you died like up to thirty times, and so right. I I, I want to say yeah. I know that I died at least probably ten, maybe a dozen times on that stream because I was stubborn. I was like, oh, the game pointed me in this direction. So I this is my first boss. This is right. This is the first boss. We're good to go. Okay, I'm gonna use my spells. We're gonna be great. I'm gonna summon, it, you know, Roger. 
get I'm gonna summon Rajier, I'm gonna get my wolves and and we're gonna fuck this dude up. And I got to like a pixel of his health left and then I died. That was the closest I had ever gotten. And uh it it eventually like it eventually dawned on me like right as I was getting ready to end stream, uh, people were like, "No, you uh, you really should try leveling up." Um, and also, you know, there's a whole map that you can explore before you go to this castle. And I'm like, "Okay, fine, I'll go explore." And th the day after, when I wasn't streaming, I was kind of like just traipsing around, and I pretty much made a day of it of finding places and just exploring things yes. and just and just going and that's when like that was the time when i wasn't streaming when i could just focus on the game myself and that's when i realized oh god exo was right oh, this yes. place is like this area that i'm exploring right now is huge and this is just the first area oh my god <laughs> so you know this scratches what i like to call that ubisoft itch where you go from, you have your map, it's empty, and you just go explore and just fill that map out. There is a weird satisfaction about finding each map piece and then exploring each area and just filling that map out. That way, nothing is never lost to you anymore after that. Yep, it, finding, it does that finding each phrase. Mm -hmm. And like, before the guides and stuff were made and everything, and I did have to use a couple of guides for like, certain things near the end game because I was just at that point it was more of a all right I'm ready to see the credits I like I've gotten the wonder and whimsy out I I'm I'm ready like I'm ready to win now mm -hmm. I'm ready to win it uh but no during that during that first like month two months or so it was so cool to like talk to other people and be like oh what have you explored yet oh I went down this area and I found this thing oh where was that Oh, it's over here if you like in this like well or in this little tunnel. I'm like, oh, I bypassed that. Hold on. I need to go. Okay. Where, okay. Well, that's cool. I found this thing here. Uh, make sure to check this area and stuff. Like, it, it felt like it felt like you were on the playground again, like sharing secrets with your friends. I'm like, oh, did you know that if you like went around the tree and you looked at the backside and you hit it, there's a secret wall and that'll like take you down to a tunnel where you can get a special weapon. Like it felt like that. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was so cool to see people's runs or to see people like, like just their, their specific journey through the lands between was more than often way different from what you did. Um, like one of the biggest things it was when uh exo was really excited for me to get to stormvale castle because that was you know the first legacy dungeon and legacy mm -hmm. dungeons feel like an entirely different beast compared to uh the rest of the game and they definitely did uh here's the thing as i was exploring and whatnot i was just traipsing around on torrent just just doing some stuff exploring the map because i'm like yeah, there's all this there's all this stuff here i'm gonna i'm gonna explore it and i found that there was a way to entirely bypass Stormvale Castle and just yep. go into Liernia. And and so I kept that to myself. And then the, the next day or whenever, like, Exo was like, so, did you get to Stormvale Castle? And I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, I walked around it. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I, I walked around it. I, I'm in Liernia now. Like, I, can, I can show you. I showed him, and he's like, wait, what the fuck did you do? And I'm like... Just, oh, he didn't know that you could do that. No, he didn't. So like, oh. like he he was already in, I think, like uh, Atlas 
or something. Oh um, damn. Okay, yeah. And, and like so it was it was this kind of like really satisfying feeling of oh my god, I found something out that he didn't and he's farther than me. Like that's really cool. Like th- there's like That's amazing. That's, that's such a cool like little discovery. And just oh, they put they put so much like the the side quests, the, the mm-hmm. characters, like so. I got who's I, your favorite? Who's your favorite uh, like side character? Oh, we're we're gonna do this now. Okay, sure. Well, okay, in the beginning, okay, like like out of all the people that you like first generally meet around like the first area, like when you go to the round table and stuff, you introduce yourself and whatnot. Mm. Oh, from the round table. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Okay, from the first people that round the table, uh, I was a big fan of Gideon. I thought he was, I love the grumpy, like, old man vibe I got from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed, um, what's his name? Uh, I'm actually, uh, it's cheater, cheating here. I'm, I'm looking at all the list of NPCs right now. To, for, no, there's, uh, there's a lot of NPCs in this game. I would actually, be Diallos, I, I thought that was an interesting story. I, 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 there's something I want to talk about later, but, um, so yeah, those are the two. Uh, and then eventually, my, probably like my favorite NPC on there was going to be uh, Rod- Roderica. Roderica, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think she's she's my favorite. Second being mm-hmm. uh, Gideon mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. So I I want to ask you this. Like I know you said like eventually you wanted to just see the credits. Um, what was your path like after beating? Or I guess going back to Stormvale Castle and beating that. Uh, did you beat Godric first? Um, yeah, so I, I went back, you know, eventually I, I think I hit like level, I think it was like level 25, I think 25 mm-hmm. or 30 or something was mm-hmm. when I finally beat Morgoth. And then right after that, I immediately went into Stormvale Castle. I gotta correct you. You keep saying Morgoth. That's a different boss. And it's Margot. Margot, Margot, Morgoth. Morgoth is that bloodfucker. They're, they're, they're literally, oh no, that's Moog. They're, just, they're technically the same person. They're, they're, no, Moog is different. No, Morgoth, no. Morgoth and Moog are, are the same. No, Morgoth and Margit are the same. Margit, it's Margit the Fell Omen, and then Morgoth the Omen King. Oh, yeah, and then Moog, and then there's two versions of Moog. Are there two versions of Moog? I don't, oh, my yes, God. Yes, there are two versions of Moog. Bruh, oh, my God. Uh, George R.R. R. Martin, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, I didn't uh, mean to break your mind there, but there's two versions of Moog. Oh my god, there's too many characters in this game. I, look, I've already moved on to Monster Hunter. Half these characters I don't remember anymore. <laughs> okay, but so you, after you went to Godric, like, did you yeah. decide like, oh, I I want to get through all of the major shard bearers, or I'm gonna get the first, I'm gonna get one more and then head straight to Atlas. So I beat uh, Margit, and then I beat um, Godric. That took me like a good like six, seven tries or so. Oh my god! If I have to hear that scream one more fucking time, (laughs) um, after that first cinematic, I'm like, all right, we're skipping. We're we're skipping. I'm good. I'm skipping as soon as I'm about to hear that scream. Message received. Let's go. Phase two. Got Um, it. But I beat him, and then I actually went straight for Liernia because uh, a friend had told me. If you beat the person at Liernia, you get the ability to respec. And I'm like, okay, good. I want that because I don't know when I'm going to have to respec, but I know I'm going <laughs> to want to respec. So I beelined it to Liernia and did the, did like the academia quest line and did all that stuff. Um, that was a, that was a really fun fight. Um, yes. there were, there were a lot of little details that I missed the first time around that I caught the second time around. 
But uh, yeah, I did. I did that one. Beat Renala, got the stuff, and I'm like, cool. I'll be back eventually. When I actually no, no, I I actually respect immediately because by then I think I was like level like forty forty five ish or so, and I had realized that I'd put like. 10 stat points into a stat that I didn't want and I'm like all right no it's that's going to bug me I need to change this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like by then I was already starting to like mentally min max. <laughs> but uh <laughs> after that I went around Liernia for a little bit. Eventually came to uh I think I then went to Atlas for a bit. Uh did a bit of grinding there. Went back around. I was exploring Lyurnia for the for the hell of it, and I eventually came across that the manor. Okay. Um, did that, uh, and then I got. I started Rani's quest line, and it pretty much turned into line. And I focused on Rani's quest line until I couldn't anymore. So that turned into. I want to. I want to bring up this point about Rani's quest line. Like that itself could be an entire game in most other games. It, with that and, length of that quest line. Yeah. Like it really if if you started it when you started Lyernia or like after you beat Lyernia, because it's like a little bit north of the academy, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you started at that time and then just go step by step following the quest points, it pretty much brings you to the end of the game anyway. So yeah. like cause you go you go underground, you go uh, like I don't think you go need to go all the way north. Mm-hmm. To the giant, you have to, you have to fight Radon. Yeah, you have to, you have to go and fight Radon. Which, like, as soon as I realized you had to fight Radon, I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, Caleb time then. So this was before I went. I, I actually did Caleb first, and then I did, um, Atlas Plateau or the the castle. I forgot who was that guy. I forgot who that was. Who was who was the castle man in in? It wasn't. Was it no? That was yeah. That was Morgoth, right? Yeah, that's more. Well, inside the castle, the top of the castle, that's Morgoth. Yeah, I'm trying to think about which castle you're talking about, like the Atlas Castle, right? Yeah, the the yeah that one, the the one that you have to eventually return to. Yeah, that's yeah. The Atlas Plateau. So yeah, that is Morgoth. Yeah. Um. Although, because I was focusing Rani's quest on, I actually think I beat the like Starseer dude that had a remembrance mm-hmm. after. Uh, after Rikar, Rikard, I think. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun fight. That. So I didn't realize this because I didn't realize I didn't realize this the first time. Um. Uh, it was really cool because I like one of my favorite NPCs in general. I, like almost everybody fucking else. Uh, Blade. Uh, Blythe. I, I mean, fucking, yeah. Who isn't a fan I of Blythe? Fucking love Blythe. Blythe I love my furry boy. He's so good. Um. I love my wolf guts. Yeah, I, like because that's that, what he is. That's that's the other reason why I, I immediately was like hardcore, just doing everything. I even looked up a couple of things of like the quest line for Rani because I, I that was the one that I was like, no, I need to make sure this gets done. This is more of an this this is the simp factor. I need oh, okay. to get this done. I need I need I need, I need her and all. I need this. Please give it to me. And uh, so, so, um, yes, I fell in love with a doll. What of it? Yeah. Four arms, baby. It's double hugs. <laughs> but, uh, nothing so, else. Don't look it up. I don't, sh- it's okay. 
but you, you go to the castle, right? You go to Redbane mm-hmm. Castle and stuff. And yeah. like, it was so crazy seeing it empty. And I didn't realize at first that that isn't its default setting. Because <laughs> nope. I, went, I went to Kaled afterwards because, you know, you can reset it. And I'm like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. Okay, cool. Blythe is just a fucking unit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Rikard I- fight was probably one of my favorite fights in the entire game. Especially once you figure out, like, uh, no, don't don't bother trying to use your regular weapons. Take this fucking, like, take the sword. Just, just, yeah, just take the sword and, on, I mean, to be fair, I, to, to, to be fair, I, I didn't use that one. I, I, I did do a, I used a oh, different weapon with, okay. with, uh, was it right? Wait, am I, am I, am I getting them? Are you I, mistaking Rikard with, uh, Radon? Yeah, Radon. Sorry, Rikard okay. was. I think Rikard was. At, yeah, Rikard the big was, sneaky boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, oh my God, so many fucking, so <laughs> many fucking things. Okay. So yeah, scratch that. Record. Uh, re- rewind. Okay. So yeah, we're doing Radon. So we did Radon. Big... That that That's was a great one of my fight, favorite. by the way. That was one of my favorite fights. Uh, I yeah. loved the melee. I loved the tournament. I loved being able to summon Alexander. That was really fucking the cool. scale of it. Yeah, seriously, the scale felt, of this fight. It felt so grand. Uh, and I, my favorite part was when he jumped into the air, uh, and I died the first time to that attack. I just fucking ate it, and because I did, I didn't even see where he went. I just saw him leap up. Next thing I know, like my screen's filled with fire, and I'm dead. And I'm like, what happened? So then I, I look around the next time and I see him do the dive and I'm like, the first thing that comes to mind in my Monster Hunter brain is like, yo, that's Valstrax's move. Sure enough, there's a Twitter <laughs> post of like Monster Hunter fans when they see when they see Radon jump into the air, Valstrax flashbacks. Uh, but no, that, that, God, I love that fight. It's so good. And what you get from I, I gotta remember, did you beat that fight post-patch or pre-patch or, or post- I, Unpatched. <laughs> I I think I I, be, I beat it pre-patch. Okay. I I beat it. Yeah, I beat it pre-patch. I think. Pretty sure. All right. All right. Gets a badge of honor right there. And then uh, yeah. And then after that, that's when I went and I went to um, Atlas Plateau, beat Morgoth and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, got rejected by the tree. And I'm like, oh Fuck no! You tree. What happened? Like there, there was, there was obviously. I, I'm kind of like paraphrasing, but there was a bunch. That's that's the there's thing. There's a lot of shit in this game, guys. There's, there's like, there's. It's been so long since I've started this. There's so many like small things that I completely forgot about. Like there was this whole stint that I did in the underground in the beginning. By the way, fuck those ghost archers. They're the worst. <laughs> they are literally my least favorite enemy in the game. Oh my god. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> but no, like I, I did the I did the underground area. Obviously, you know, I went to Narcon as part of the no, yeah, the the mm-hmm. thing for Ronnie. I got mm-hmm. the I got the mimic tier. That was fun. That was pretty much my carry until I got Black Knife, which took me a good while. That took me a long while to get Black Knife dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went to the mountains. You killed the giant. Oh, so before that, so after after Atlas, um. Oh. That's when I went to the volcano area. I went to the the manor oh, and okay. That's where I fought Rikard, and uh, that's also where I I I absolutely regret not 
taking the time to do uh, what's her name? The fucking snake lady. Uh, oh, uh, Rhina or something. Yeah, like that. Rhea or right. Yeah, it's Snake Girl. I love her. Oh my god. Yeah, she is fucking. She is like if it look if there was a if there was an ending where I could marry her, I would marry her even over Ronnie. I'm just saying, Ronnie's a little cold. She's a goddamn sweetheart. She is a cinnamon roll. No, she is a very much a cinnamon roll. I I love with her. a slouch. Yes, it's all right. She's adorable. She's great. <laughs> Um, and then you see her snake form like even better. Yeah, tell eleven out of ten. Uh, <laughs> but no, like 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 you said, uh, the the guard fight was kind of stupidly easy because like they give you they give you the serpent slayer like spear sword thing, and I'm just like, cool, hold R two, all right, I'm done. Yeah, mimic, mimic, <laughs> keep him distracted. I'm just gonna literally just stun lock this man to death. All right, GGS. <laughs> It was I I I don't know about you, but after like too many bosses kicking my ass, I I enjoyed that. That was you know that was just enough catharsis because like that mm. after that the pain started hitting because then you start going over into the uh into the snow area and stuff. Mm. You, you got to do the fire giant. That fire giant was a hell of a fight. I actually didn't think I was gonna beat it. Really, like, it was. It was challenging. That was the first fight that I eventually just looked up a guide and I hmm. realized, oh shit, okay, so you do you want to attack this leg specifically and then then you you know you get it while he's staggered and then uh a second phase. I I don't remember the strategy for the second phase. I just fucking went. I just was just like, all right, cast spell. Oh, hope it works. Mm-hmm. All right, um, so you fight the dragon, you go, you go on to what's that place? Uh, hold on, I got the locations here. I do not have the locations here. Uh, <laughs> far, you go to Farm Azala. I think. Yes, you fight Malakath. One of my that's a good that's one of my favorite fights. Also, that so especially if you did the quest line of that uh, of the Death Eater. Yeah, I I got close. Uh, I think I, got, I was missing like two Death Root in that playthrough. I'm gonna try mm -hmm. and get them all this time. Um, it is worth it just for like the extra dialogue. Yeah. So, th so this was the fun thing. So this was after I, uh, beaten the fire giant, like, like up mm -hmm. until that point, I was pretty much just following st the story and like, uh, just the general flow of the game. Right. I'd realized mm -hmm. I unlocked, I had unlocked the map and everything. Um, and I, obviously I did not do the, the Lord of frenzied flame ending. Uh, but I, you, you go, uh, to farm Azala, and I, I finally find the first side of grace there, and that exact point is where I put everything on hold. Um, Why did you do that? I realized that was when I realized because on a whim I was like, huh, there's all these remembrances. I want to see because because I was of the of the mind of you know, I do still want to level up more. And I know that some of these remembrances I'm not going to use in this build. So I wanted to look up and see which ones weren't going to jive with like my int dex build. So maybe I could sell them. And that's when I realized, oh God, there's like eight more remembrances that I didn't even know existed. Yes. I'm going to go. So many optional boxes. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I gotta go get those now. I I stopped everything and like the that all remembrances turned into just you know what I'm just gonna re-explore the map all over again and just see what I can find. 
and like I found stuff that was you know in limb grave still that I absolutely decimated. Like, <laughs> but by that point, yeah, yeah, it's like these these two like big rat bosses come out of like this this big cave or whatever, and I'm just like, Cute. oh, cool, uh, two rock throws, you're done. Okay, anyway, GGS, give me this like item that I'm never gonna use now, or these ashes that I'm never gonna use. Uh, but that's also where, because I also knew about one particular fight in general because everybody knew about this fight. So I, let's talk. Let, let's take some time about Melania. Blade of Mikola. How was your That's experience? In the ass. So, um, you know how my playthrough was mostly was centered around Unga Bunga, just keep hitting? Mm-hmm. It was like the exact antithesis of how to fight Melania. It was, it was, I, I very quickly understood the pace difference. I, I walked in there. I finally got to that boss area and I'm like, all right. Cause, cause by then I had done, I think I saved Melania as like the last optional boss that wasn't like, you know, story related, like Malekith and uh, mm-hmm. like, like, I actually think I no. Uh, the no, Melania was the second to last optional because the, the last optional was the Lich Dragon Parth- Parthenax or Palobit. P- yeah, it's uh Parthenax or yeah, that the, the the dragon lord lich guy big dragon thing in in Farm Azula. Um, yes, but I had done every other one, I done Moog, I destroyed Moog <laughs> by the time Which I got to the, him. Wait, are you talking about the Moog that's in the blood area or the Moog that's in the underground, under, uh, under sewers? Uh, Nihil, Nihil, Nihil. Oh, that one, gotcha. Uh, um, that one took me a while. That one, that one, I will admit, the reason why I had that is because when I was looking up the whole remembrance thing, I, I ended up glancing at his fight, and someone was like, Oh, just use this, use this cracked here. When he does this, and you're good. Uh, when that pretty much trivialized the fight after mm-hmm. that, just just spam mm-hmm. Rocco and you're good. Um, but uh, one thing I want to say about Melania, she is one of the harder bosses. Don't get me wrong. Getting there was not a fucking walk in the park either. Yeah, no, it's one of the hardest legacy dungeons I've ever had to do. I took so long in that dungeon, like getting to that dungeon, like getting to Melania took me like four to five play sessions just getting there it felt like not not it didn't feel like a slog it felt like a gauntlet and like i was was gauntlet. i was ready to do the 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 serpent in that spot Mm -hmm. the The earth tree serpent that was one of the hardest ones i've ever had to fight in that spot because of the fucking pool Mm -hmm. god just all like that that whole that was I feel like that was like FromSoft's little like, all right, here's this optional dungeon. Uh, we're gonna let our designers just go fucking wild and uh, good luck, have fun. <laughs> you you hate deep buff ponds? Well, uh, sorry, buddy. To, I mean, to be fair, what is it? The the director always loves like poison swamps and stuff, which is why like. Mm-hmm. Now we have two types. We have poison and scarlet so. rot. By the way, I hope you like scarlet rot. <laughs> yes, back to Melania. So. My experience with Melania, it took me a good three sessions over the course of five days. And these sessions cost me like maybe like three hours each. At the point where I didn't want to stream it anymore, I just ended up recording it on the side. 
That's how frustrated I was because I didn't want to start sharing that frustration on stream. Um, mm -hmm. And I tried soloing it, and by solo I mean still having the mimic tier, and mm. maybe even trying with the black the black blade. Didn't do me that very good. I then I started like getting desperate, and I started calling in help on this one. And even with the help, oh man, sometimes I would get like really good help, and then I would get really shitty help. Yeah. And what about you? I, I so when I finally got to Melania, it it took me one session. That one session lasted about 60 deaths or so until I finally, I had tried, I had tried so much. I pretty much, it, I didn't change my build. It was literally, I was stubborn as fuck. And I was like, all right, I got my Azula's ice blade and I got black blade Tish. I'm going to make this work. Uh, I do still remember the first, so I walk in there, right. And like, you know, the first time you get the little cutscene and stuff mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, it's time. I'm not ready for this. I'm ready to die. Uh, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the very first encounter. I feel like they, they act even faster because of like the cutscene or whatever. But literally, hmm. the cutscene ends. The screen comes back up. She's in my face. I get stabbed once and die. And I'm like, yeah, it's gonna have to stop. This is how it's gonna go. This is this is it. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you get to the second phase. Oh, that second phase. I by this point in my Elden Ring playthrough, like by this point in the my Elden Ring playthrough, I'd already heard about let me solo her and stuff. So like I knew mm -hmm. I knew details about the fight. I knew about the second phase. I knew about the Scarlet Rod. I knew about Waterfowl Dance. Dear fucking God. Oh, uh, waterfowl dance! Uh, oh that, my that, god, it's that. my nightmares. <laughs> oh god, like it. So yeah, uh, it took me fifty, sixty deaths. I counted. I had a little. Did you like, do it solo or did you call in help? I did it. Well, I did those sixty deaths solo, and eventually I'm like, no, <laughs> I need to call in help. I'm. I'm. This was about the point in time where I'm like, all right. I just want to see the credits now. I just want. I just want to get this done. Give me. Just give me the remembrance. I'm good. I Technically, I can see the credits right now, but no, I have spent too much time on this to not I, do it. I I want to do the all remembrance one. I just wanna. I just want this. Just give me this, please. So I do. A, I do my finger remedy, and I called two people in. Uh, one of them was like some YouTube channel name, and then there was somebody else. Uh, they were both running Black Flame builds. Uh, mm. and so they walk in. I walk in with my ice build and they fucking decimate her. She is staggering and on the ground and like her HP is just ticking with that black flame. And then like, I'm, I feel like I'm doing more like support help. Like my, my ice blade isn't really doing a lot of damage by comparison, but the frostbite debuff is stacking their damage. And I'm like, yeah, I'm helping. It was so good. And then, <laughs> and then phase two hit. And then it's probably on the head and like, go way to go junior. It's, it's like the, it's like the meme of like the little, the little like baby, like kid, like in a sandbox doing like this small thing and he's all happy. And then there's like the big, like strong, like yep. Chad, like patting him on the head. That's, mm -hmm. I was the baby. It was like, I'm doing frostbite everybody. And then, uh, but yeah, phase, phase two hits. It's pretty much more of the same. Uh, but I will admit I got the last hit. I got the last slice in with my ice blade and I felt real fucking proud of that. Hmm. Oh my god, it felt 
so cathartic to finally get that. I don't I don't care that I didn't solo it. I I'm not I'm no, not that I'm not that prideful. And it it was funny because that was also the point where because for the rest like the well up until that point of the game I managed to do everything generally solo yeah it was a little bit mm -hmm. easier because I was using you know mimic tier and magic or black knife tation magic yes. and also a katana like but as my first Soulsborne game like I was learning the patterns and I very quickly like by about the time I beat Morgoth I realized that. Oh God, I'm into Soulsborne games now. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm into this. Mm -hmm. I may not like, I may not be always into it, but this has been a fun game. I, I now game. get it. I, yeah, exactly. I now... That was like, I get it. I get the challenge. I get, I get the feeling of triumph when you finally beat over a boss. Like, my most exciting moments were bosses that I finally beat. Like I didn't even have to like bang my head against them over a long time. Just over the course of like five, six, seven deaths, just learning mm -hmm. their patterns and mm -hmm. realizing that I can beat them how I'm built right now. I just need to execute better and finally executing and just being like, yes, yeah, let's go. So yeah, uh, you eventually you, you reach the uh, inside the earth tree. You you fight um, redheaded guy. What is his name? Um... Oh no! Be gotcha. Before that, before that, no. Oh. You, we oh. we gotta talk about uh, Horalu, the. Oh, you mean Zangief? Yeah. Oh my God, bro! That second favorite fight right there, hands down. Second favorite fight. That like, is that's actually yeah, one of my favorite fights also. Because I, I I'm, I'm walking towards him like, oh, he's gonna approach me, and suddenly I get SPD'd out in the air. I was I didn't know what to expect during that second phase, but that was also probably my favorite phase transition ever. Just the you you beat him down in the first phase, Rel relatively easy pattern. Uh, that was a that was the fight that made me remember. Oh yeah, I can jump in combat. Uh, I should probably do that because <laughs> you need to do it to like avoid like that big ground, like heavily te telegraphed ground stomp. Mm hmm. <laughs> oh my, I ate so much shit to that stomp before I finally remembered to jump. But uh. Like you, you beat through his first phase. I beat through his first phase pretty easy using the the sword and also like rock throw and of course black knife. Uh, and then like the mm -hmm. phase transition comes in, and like you see the lion starting to materialize, and he's just like, "That's enough of your service," and just does the and fucking rips it off. And then like you just see this bare chested man, and I'm just like, "Oh, he's literally just squaring hey. up." Okay, <laughs> let's, let's let's go. What are we What are we gonna do? And then he gets out of the phase and just, like you said, SPDs and just hammers me into the ground and I just eat it. Just instant death. And I'm just He's like, out there protecting Russia's skies. <laughs> that, that was probably the happiest. I think, I swear to God, I think the first time that I died and got dunked on, I just started like corpsing laughing like, all right, <laughs> this guy's going to be fun. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then like okay. yeah, after like seven. Then you got Radagon. Yeah, Radagon. Yeah. Radagon was a challenge, but I I got to admit, huge fucking props to Bamco for the atmospheric design of that. Yes, game, of that that fight that almost made me tear up. As somebody who, again, I've never played a Soulsborne, but this is probably the. Other than around fighting Morgoth, realizing like, oh, 
I finally get it. Like if 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 Morgoth was the moment where I finally understood where other Soulsborn players were coming from, Rodagon was the moment that I realized I'm an Elden Ring player. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not just doing this for a challenge. And I, admittedly, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the story. Kind of just wanted a big excuse to fight some good old bosses and have some fun. I, the lore, some of the lore that I did pay attention to, I really fucking liked. A lot of it mm-hmm. had to do with Ronnie. You know why? <laughs> already, mm-hmm. already explained. <laughs> but um, just the fight I, and mm-hmm. hearing the title theme yep. with Radagon. That is what I've, I think I've said it before in like, so, like we've talked about like video game design or something. But one of the things that gets me is just that theme tune final boss drop that almost always either gets me hyped or gets me emotional and hearing hearing that it was like i was like all right let's go i'm ready to become the elden lord and then i proceed to die over and over and over again (laughs) and then you beat him and that's when you get the credits that's it Yep. Yeah. No other boring ass boss fight. No other final boss fight that that was kind of disappointing. <sighs> oh, okay, let's talk about Elden Beast. Let's talk about Elden Beast. All right. So here's <sighs> the thing. here's 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 the thing. I only called for help twice in this game mm-hmm. in my in my first playthrough. Once during Melania, and once I finally beat Radagon on my own once and saw the Elden Beast and tried fighting the Elden Beast, I started calling for help immediately afterwards. I didn't even give my... I, I gave myself, like, maybe five tries on that Elden Beast before I got already frustrated and I'm like, okay, no. Uh, again, similar mindset of just, I know this is the final boss. I just want to see the credits now. I, I already know I want to do Ronnie's ending. I just want to see my girl, please. For a lot of from software games, it's I don't know why this is like a trend, and this is with my kind of limited experience here. It always feels like they always kind of stumble on the final boss, and this is no exception. I did not find that last boss fight. I didn't find Elden Beast all that great of a final boss. Like I, I get it. They're trying to go for something like really grandiose. You're literally like, it in terms of atmosphere, you're killing a god, and that atmosphere of both Radagon and the Elden Beast feels mm. like yeah. you're going up against a god. But, but on an execution. Game, on Yeah, in, in terms of like game execution, it, what's funny is it's not even like it's the attacks. The attacks are absolutely fine. There's there's strategies for every single one. You keep running, you run in, you run out, you, you know, you jump over the, the, the rings as they approach you. Like, it's all relatively understandable mechanics at, at that time because like you faced you know some form of mechanic or it's really easy to it's relatively easy to like grasp and learn through oh you know, over the course of you know you playing and you just get more environmentally aware of how the bosses work the one thing they could have done one just one tiny thing make the arena smaller that's mm-hmm. all I, that, that's all i ask there were even when I called for help, uh, which took me, I think, three times. Um, and funnily enough, again, there was somebody running a Black Flame build, and I think somebody else doing, like, Frenzy Flame or something. 
Uh, but they they were definitely carrying that fight because they were able to stick with the Elden Beast. Meanwhile, with me, like I'm, you're running to get to the fight. I'm, I'm just like, all right, guys, I'm in casting range finally, and then it decides to do that free willy jump over your head <sighs> and like dive into the water behind you, and I'm just like, turn around, and here we go again. Mm-hmm. I I would have loved it if Radagon was the actual final boss. Like, see, I was I was expecting with the way like that because it you know. Spoilers, not spoilers. Radagon is Marika, essentially. Yeah, like, pretty much the same thing. Like you fought Radagon, and then I thought you were just gonna like like fight fight Marika herself, not like the Elder mm-hmm. Beast, but like the 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 female visitor mm-hmm. of Marika, and you literally just fucking kill God. So I was a little let down by that, mm-hmm. and you know it's fine. But yeah, eventually, mm-hmm. you know, we we got it. We got it down. I killed the God. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, and then I, I took, I, I took right into the stars. Yep, right into Age of the Stars, baby. I even I didn't <laughs> realize this. There's a there's two versions of the Age of the Stars ending, depending on if you actually talk with Ronnie enough at her, uh, at her thing, at her at her mm-hmm. headquarters or whatever. Once all the mm-hmm. questions done, uh, and it's 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 a tiny change. It's, it's um. It's she calls you her fair consort in the if you don't exhaust all of her dialogue, but if you do, then she calls you my dear consort. And I got the dear ending, and I'm just like, yeah, let's go, baby. You goddamn simp. Big, big smooth. I do. I don't regret it, <laughs> not at all. It's it's gonna take a lot for me to not just instantly go around the ending for my new game plus playthrough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh... Okay. That was your recap. I'm not going to bother doing mine because I just said everything I needed to say. Here's some things I want to talk about, though. Like, my favorite NPC quest line. And I want to give a huge shout-out to Vatvidia for doing this great video on the story of Diallo and Alexander. Mm. Because they're kind of intertwined in really interesting ways. I didn't realize that. I just did Alexander's. You should really follow the Olive Quest line because the way it intertwines with Alexander's, it, not directly, it's very indirect, but the themes that they both kind of follow is actually kind of one of the most heartbreaking NPC quest lines I've ever actually played in a front software game. Mm. It's so goddamn good. It's like my favorite quest line. I don't even want to talk about it in detail because I want people to discover it or at the very least watch VOD videos, uh, video audits. Mm-hmm. I, that, um, that, was, that was the other thing. Like just just go if if we're now like just shooting the shit about just things that mm-hmm. were just really good, um, mm-hmm. there were so many quest lines that I know I missed, but like a lot of the smaller quest lines, uh, either fed into each other or just they made you see a world from a different perspective, mm-hmm. uh, like or just I don't know just the the amount. I now understand why people were. I guess that's another thing I understand now is like why people are like with the Dark Souls games, like, all of the lore is in the item descriptions, all the lore is in, you know, the quest lines and stuff, all the all the stories there. They really, really packed a lot of lore and a lot of information about the world mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. tiny quest lines that you could miss or even, like, just, like, deactivate. Like, like oh, you did this thing, so now you don't get access to this thing. Like, so easily. 
Uh, I want to talk about one NPC here uh, because I remember I when you told me about him. Where to fucking god? If you mention patches, I fuck that guy. Fuck him. I killed him on fucking sight. Fuck but you him. missed a real okay. I know I'm I I missed a huge part of the quest line in the volcanic manner because of it. Look, all right, I understand. I understand. I messed up. I I messed up. I I opened the you chest. Your rage get the best of you. I my greed got the best of me. I opened the chest that I shouldn't have. I got teleported. That's fine. I can accept that. That was my mistake as a greedy adventurer. You shouldn't go rooting around in other people's stuff. That being said, he laughed at me and he made me feel bad. So he had to die. <laughs> He okay. hurt my feelings. I just polished. <laughs> I I, uh, I literally I literally just went back, just katana brandish, just straight up like strong attack, full charge poke. Didn't even care about like him asking for mercy. I'm like, no, I'm done. You're done. Get out. Uh, I want to ask you about a few more NPCs here. Did you do the selling quest line? Uh oh yeah, that was that was another one that I did absolutely from from start to finish. I love selling. Oh, did you? So, how do you feel about the ending of that quest? Uh, you know what? I still would. You still would? Oh, still would. oh. Look, 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 look. More, more faces means more smooches. All right, just saying. My apprentice. Yeah. Um, Bach. That, that was that was honestly like that was kind of kind of morbid though. Of just like if, if that's gonna be like if you study enough, is mm-hmm. then that's like your ascension. Like it's kind of scary. Did you do box quest line? Uh, which one was that? The little mouse dude, or uh, monkey looking dude, the one that I, changes your garments. Uh, I did not. Oh, I don't think. I never don't mind think then. I, I, I don't. I don't want to spoil it for you then. Mm-hmm. It's a really. It's a, it's a, it's another quest line that's worth like following. I did. Uh, uh, what is it? The girl that's the girl that's related with uh, with Melania. Um, her. Oh, uh, Mel- Millicent. Yeah, Millicent. Yep. Yep. That was a I, good one. I loved that quest line too. I like. I like. I. I, cool. I didn't like the final fight. That was another pain in the ass. Uh, Fighting her right. sisters. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was all right. By, by that mm-hmm. point, I had gotten a lot of practice in with the the volcanic <laughs> manor because I, I mm-hmm. did the uh, I did the NPC killing route for mm-hmm. volcanic manor. Oh, which that was okay. that was fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Nef uh, Nefly and um, what's his name uh, Kenneth. I am so sad that I didn't get that ending or that, that uh, mm-hmm. I didn't finish that quest line. I started it and I didn't realize what I had to do to continue it. Cause I had to go, you had to go back to uh, Stormvale mm-hmm. and you had to mm-hmm. rest at that particular side of side of grace. And I never did. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So uh, quick, another, another popcorn uh, topic here. My favorite location. I absolutely love Nalkaron. I can spend hours just looking at the skyline for that place. Honestly, yeah, Nakron. Knock, uh, honestly, a lot of the underground was really, mm-hmm. really cool. Like, like mm-hmm. en- enemies aside, annoying, annoying enemies aside, I, I love the design of it. I loved the little like bonus bosses that you got for like touching every flame, and then you like went to the. Oh yes, the, and, and the ancestral spirit. Yeah, like the that giant was, moose. <laughs> that was really cool. I, I found that out completely on my own, and it was, it was a really fun like place mm-hmm. of discovery. Uh, my favorite boss fight has got to be. I I, I got to give it to. Uh, I I think it's got to be uh, Horlu. 
I, I, I Horloth or whatever is how you pronounce that name. Yeah, it's yeah, such Horloth. a fun boss boss fight. I I don't know. For me, it it definitely is a toss up between Hora and uh, not Rikard, not that one. Uh, the other one, Radon. Radon. Radon, yeah, yeah. I keep wanting to call him Raubon. Sorry, fourteen brain. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, I do I do okay, actually no. I have to give it to to Radon because of the lore mm. of the mm. like he the, the oh. lore of he learned gravity magic. Even even in his scarlet rot induced like mania, he <laughs> learned gravity magic so he could continue to ride the little teeny tiny horse that he loved so much. That was so fucking adorable. There's absolute Chad right there. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. a real one. So obviously, with this game, everyone is chomping a bit for DLC. What do you want to see with Elden Ring DLC? Now we talk. Are we are we talking the supposed leaks or not? <laughs> I don't want to talk about leaks. Just uh, honestly, I would, I would love like another area of map or another like mm-hmm. just section of map somewhere, like an island or something, and then mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm expecting maybe like three or so major bosses with a bunch of like small, like just, just more of the same, honestly, Mm -hmm. just, just more Mm -hmm. of the same. You don't need, you don't need to really change it. Elden ring works Mm -hmm. so well because it doesn't railroad the player. It gives them that freedom of, you know, you can take on all these bosses whenever you want and in generally any order you want. Yep. And, and you can just just go and have fun. So it's going to be interesting to see how, uh how the dlc fits into that because i don't know how mm. like dlc and stuff has fit into like the other games uh but there's I been am... there's obvious spots that you could go to mm-hmm. like that coliseum that you can't yeah. go into yeah. i would love for that to be a way to do a boss rush rush oh that'd be that'd be like, super play cool. all the bosses you fought before at your current build and just like at any time because you know it Eventually, this you'd have to. It's kind of a pain in the ass to have to to New Game Plus to do everything again. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I will admit, I, as soon as I started my New Game Plus, I immediately did the uh, the farming, the rune farming glitch. So now I'm like level like two hundred and something, and I oof. I'm wielding great swords, and I don't even care. That's it. That you know what? That's what it's there for. Um. Yeah. God damn it! This is such a good ass game. There's. There's a like there's it's, a couple of games that I'm thinking might might beat out Elden Ring just slightly. They'd you, have to be great ten out of tens though. I don't know. Okay, look, look. I know this is like a little bit of advance. I just gotta say, Sunbreak is really fucking good. It's giving it's it's that's a contender for me to get right there. That's and like I know it's it's gonna be a bias because I'm a Monster Hunter boy, but it is everything mm-hmm. I've wanted and more. It's mm-hmm. it's. It's a very strong contender right now. I, I, I think, think what's for gonna, me, no, go ahead. I, I think what's going to do it for me is going to be how the DLC shakes out for Sunbreak. Mm-hmm. The DLC shakes mm-hmm. out real good. Uh, that's it, hands down. Uh, but Elden Ring is definitely like spoilers, not spoilers. Elden Ring is going to probably be on the list. <laughs> yeah, uh, real fucking good. For me, the only game that could potentially take the number one spot, and actually there's two, one more likely than the other. It's either going to be Mario Rabbits two. Mm-hmm. Or it might be God of War Ragnarok. Oh yeah, I forgot. We because how much I love the uh, last game. We finally got like a release date on that, didn't we? 
November. <laughs> very yes, we finally got that release date. I am very yeah. happy. Um, that but those would have to be absolute bangers for me to like take the number one spot for me. Mm-hmm. It's got to fill you with that same sense of like adventure and progress mm-hmm. that Elden Ring mm-hmm. gave you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, listener, if you stayed in with us for these last two episodes, I'm I'm cutting it down. I'm not, I'm not even gonna bar- I'm just gonna get straight like part one, part two thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> No problem. Um, let us know what you thought of Elden Ring. Are, is it? Did you love it? What parts did you love? Do you think it's overrated? I'm going to respectfully disagree if you do, but you know what? Fine. Hit us up on the official socials at NGP Productions on all social media, including Twitter and TikTok. Um, but where can people indiv- find us individually? Antonio? You can find me streaming on Twitch at AKL Trifecta. You can also find me on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok, also AKL Trifecta. And you can find myself on Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok, and everything else at Danyan Senpai, uh, where I am actually going to be very soon coming back with a big upgrade in terms of the presentation, so look forward to that. But as always, guys, don't forget to leave us a rating on wherever you listen to our show, be it Spotify, Apple, or wherever. It really gets us noticed by that algorithm and helps us grow. And you know what? We, it just makes us feel good whenever we see like a nice rating or review. It, it really does. Feel free to comment on how I'm I'm a scrub for using magic. Whatever. Or how much I'm an idiot for going full Unga Bunga <laughs> with the great sword. Uh, until the next episode, guys, this has been Save Point Session, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.